0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello and whoa. Okay. (laughs) Striped skin.
1: That threw me off. Was that the thumbs up threw you off?
0: No, I um, like my sinuses are stuffed up, so I heard like a reverb of my own.
2: (laughs) That's creepy. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Yeah. yeah. Mm
0: (laughs) Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 195, uh, where we will be discussing Chain of Thorns.
2: I'm Kristen. Yeah. I'm Robin. And I'm Amina. <laughs> uh, I forgot I had to say my name. Uh, Listen, yeah. we're not looking at a document no. that tells us a document what, the same thing that we have literally said every episode for the last, what, almost three yeah, years? Almost so, 200
0: uh-huh.
1: episodes, yes. <laughs>
2: And I can't remember what to nope, say. Me either. <laughs>
1: well, so far it's just been your name, so and you're how, off to a good start.
2: How did you know?
1: What,
0: what a, chapter
2: or what yeah. episode?
1: Oh, because
0: yeah. I updated um, the thing before I hit recording.
1: Amazing! God, you're so fucking smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because I save our recordings with our episode number, so I don't. I don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. get it twisted.
2: You know. <clears throat> okay, listen. <sighs> Yes, tell us more. There was some issues today. Oh, yeah. In my life. (laughs) And I could not find what I like to call, and in my phone, the name is Airbuds. Okay? Mm -hmm. Could not find them anywhere. Just my AirPods, obviously. And I don't have any headphones that hook up to my phone. I can't find them. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't record at our normal recording time, so it's really effing late. Mm-hmm. Cause I suck, and I looked everywhere, like I tore my house apart. <laughs> On the phone with us. I called these women, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and video chatted them, trying to help me find them. Cause I and I just was like, I am getting so irrationally angry, <laughs> because, and I was more mad at my uh-huh. brain, cause I was I had them in my front pocket of my jeans. All night long, all night long, and I could not visualize myself taking them out of my pocket and putting them anywhere. Uh huh. Like I could remember the entire rest of the night, and that one piece of information was blank from you my brain. not make
0: it a sparkly memory. Apparently not.
1: <laughs> yep, you're supposed to say like pa- pajama cantaloupe. Yep, candle.
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: Did not do that.
2: Anyway, I'm like, and for some reason, look, the find my device thing, not working. So Would not connect. Said no location. Couldn't figure out how to fix it. Somehow my kids' AirPods are connected to her phone. So I was trying to use her phone to find them, but it also wasn't working. And I was like mad, mad, Mm -hmm. big mad. And I finally, like, got into my living room, and I was like, I am not 100% stupid, right? Like, there is no way. Because, okay, here, I the, the, the case was in my front mm-hmm. pants. And it kept hitting my fupa when I sat down. Annoying. And then I kept going, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, shit, it's my AirPods." <laughs> Happened. More than thrice <laughs> during the night. So it wasn't like I didn't know they were in my pocket. So I was like, there is no mm-hmm. way I took these pants off and didn't take them out of my pocket with how much it kept, like, mm-hmm. bugging me. And there's no way I didn't put them on my nightstand. But we scrubbed <clears> the <throat> nightstand. All of us did. I even moved it away from the wall and took all the shit out from underneath it. Guess what? They're on top of my fucking Stanley Cup. <laughs> with all my medication I was supposed not med- pills, vitamins, whatever that I was supposed to take the day before. <laughs> Hashtag IBS gang. And I just fucking suck. <laughs> if I would have just
1: drank some water, I, I would have taken my. Well, the funny my- thing is, we watched you. We went through the whole thing with we you did. on video. Like crazy. Well, and my
0: favorite was Amanda's comment. She's like, well. If you would have drank water today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because I had to once I found them. Mm -hmm. Because what happened was. I went in and I looked at the nightstand and I was like, oh, my God, dumb. And I was like, I have to show these people where they are. And then I noticed I I left to go tell Audrey. And as I was walking into my room, I noticed I could see them sitting on top. From the doorway. Like, Crazy. you could fucking see him. Uh-huh. And so it's like, I have to record this. <gasps> yes. To send it over.
1: Uh-huh. And somehow I, moved... I wanted to, like, go back in time and watch it again. Because we were looking. It was live.
0: I just didn't expect mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I guess I didn't expect
2: it to be there. <laughs> when I moved the cup to fucking move them out of the way to look behind yep. the cup. Mm-hmm. But I just grabbed it from the bottom. My eyes were just down on the table
1: area. Well, and that's a good cup. It didn't they didn't it didn't tip over. The yeah. AirPods didn't fall. It still has ice in it. Amazing.
2: And I haven't refilled it cuz I'm mad at it apparently. Great. And all things with that involved. It's fucking late. Mm. I am tired emotionally. <laughs> and I could not bring myself to move my computer into my son's bedroom and sit hunched over like a turtle. So I am in the main desk. So we might have a moment.
0: It's a wild, wild desk. Of a special guest guest star. Yeah.
2: So Uh
1: I'm very sorry. I just want to cough, so I'm trying to keep (gasps) my mouth shut. Mm. (coughs) But we all know you have a kid. Yeah.
0: <coughs> Winter has hit the Pacific Northwest. The oh. sickies are here. Yeah. Um, so... I know. So, I don't know about you guys, but, um... Robin asked us for our three icks and our three yays. Oh.
2: Before we get started, okay, quickly, I'm pretty sure last week I said Chain of Gold, so I'm fucking sorry that I couldn't remember the name of the book. That's number one. And number two, we are unscripted, completely spoilery, even for the stuff that we're reading now, anything and everything except the Bane Chronicles, because all of us haven't read that yet. So if you haven't, if you've read Chain of Thorns, but you haven't read The Dark Artifices yet... Or you haven't finished TMI or whatever, you will hear spoilers for the whole entire Shadowhunter universe that is in our brain. Yes, potentially. Absolutely.
1: These two are so good <sighs> at remembering what happened in every book. There's no fucking way I'm going to remember. No Not way.
2: Today. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I'm going everywhere. Especially because I, kicking... I didn't get in the last mm-hmm.
2: two. Well, and I was mm-hmm. kicking myself. I re-listened mm-hmm. very soon, obviously, but I didn't do the last hours because I was like, I just, I just listened to that Mm -hmm. not too long ago, Mm -hmm. and I should have done it in preparation for this.
0: Yeah. I have not read this book since it was released, and I read it the first time, so. Okay. So, yeah, I tried to, like, remember, there's, I remember what I don't like about this book a lot more than I remember what I do Mm. like about this book, which is does not bode well for um, my position here tonight, uh, especially the fact that I'm sick, yeah. so I'm a little more grouchy, so I'm going to be probably a little harsher.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did read some Reddit stuff. Like I told you guys, I think a lot of people agree with with your feelings right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, I I felt personally attacked by this book. Um, as someone who has read these books for the past, like, 12 fucking years, um, I really did feel personally attacked and betrayed by this book.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an attack on it me was, It was a personal, character.
0: it was a personal, <laughs> pointed, targeted attack. <laughs> this
2: one's yeah, for Kristen. Exactly. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so that is what you asked for: three X okay, and first, three yes. First, oh.
2: first, first. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I don't. I'm don't know why I'm pretending like I'm Kristen this episode, but I guess Ooh. that's what I'm we're going it. with. So we got you. Got to rate it out of five stars, oh. just the book on its own, one okay. to five, five being like Throne of Glass, mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. And
1: Have obviously- I read that? No. And I told you to read it, and, and I haven't. Suck at life. So I know. That. I needed a break. I'm on podcasts right now. Anyway, okay. Hmm. Okay, Kristen, you go first because you're okay, the reader. You said,
2: you said three X and three. What was the thing you said? okay i said three things you liked three x and then you oh. okay but first you gotta rate it okay. out of five first stars I gotta rate the book. and then you have to put it in ranking with the other <gasps> okay, shadow okay, okay. books uh, ooh, oh shit fuck. okay so my and so you just have to be like you could even say like middle but you have to say what's above it and what's below okay. it
0: okay so i would rate this book a three stars um mm-hmm. that is the most I can give a book that brutalizes um a character that I love and should have not died. Um and
1: I literally got <laughs> the chills. Put this, I
0: mm, I think this might be dead last. I really didn't like it. Oh damn. Yeah. I was, it, Damn. It, there were okay. too many points that I felt were like, just like, what are we doing here? We're, it very much felt to me D&D jumping the ship with Game of Thrones. That's what it felt like. It felt rushed. It felt like we were trying to subvert expectations. It felt like we were trying to be edgy and I, it pissed me off. I did not feel like Cassandra Clare gave her characters the care and attention that she does in her other books. I felt like this was, like, I'm treating my characters not as, like, as pawns to do what I want them to do versus making their characterizations make sense to their actions. I felt like a lot of people acted really weird and not how they've been presented to act.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. And, and you're talking just just, this book, not just this
0: book. I mean, even, even separate from the other two books in the last hours, like I felt like we were headed Mm -hmm. in a certain direction. And then the last book, we just were trying to, Make it so it wasn't predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know.
2: Which it's, so yeah, it's it like why a? Of course, it's predictable. We like it because it's predictable. <gasps> right. to a,
0: yeah, to an extent.
2: You to an extent. You, you want yeah. to
0: be able to anticipate the broad strokes with a book like this because you can with every other book in this fifteen book series. Right. Like that's my point. My point. W- well, OK. Mind you, psst, we did talk about this for a little bit while we were chatting earlier today, which is why right. it
2: sounds like I'm reiterating. <laughs> I had to diffuse my headphone rage.
0: <laughs> but this is why I was talking about um, earlier today. Uh, just I lost my train of thought. What was I saying?
2: Um, you were saying, sorry, that it wasn't this, like, 15 books have been a certain oh, way. yes. <laughs> and this one's different.
0: These are YA, ro- ro- fant- ro- Romantic, whatever, like, the fantasy romance, like, urban romance, right? These <sighs> books have promised us since their inception, right, like, Our main people live, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We get happy endings, okay? They face a lot of adversity, but we make it through, right? That, Mm -hmm. this genre of book is what a reader expects, right? And now I'm not saying that it's never okay to like kill characters or anything like that. I think it's good,
1: We've had a character die before Look, this. I think
0: it's good. And it, it just was has to make devastating, sense.
1: but it was handled well.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you're when you're talking about senseless death, that has to make an impact in the narrative. If you do it for shock value, you get mm-hmm. the burning of King's Landing versus something emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I I showed you guys this earlier. I made a note when I, when I was prepping for this episode because I just wrote down some notes. Um, but I was like, Cassandra Clare is not Suzanne Collins, right? Like, The Hunger Games, that whole series is based, like, the whole theme of that series is war is bad, war destroys everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole... It's an allegory for, you know, everything that we're, you know, oppression and all of this stuff, right? And so it's a very serious, like, it is packaged beautifully in this YA dystopian, Mm -hmm. you know, digestible narrative. However, it's from the very beginning. You see that this is not a fun, light read right this is horror this is abject horror right that these Mm -hmm. these people are going through and so the themes are that serious so when spoiler alert for hunger games if you have been living under a rock for the last two decades (laughs) um but When Prim dies at the end, she's the ultimate innocent, which is a symbol of how innocence is lost with war. No matter what you do, you can never protect the innocence, right? And so it makes sense, right? This perfect little, I never did anything wrong duck was senselessly killed when she was just trying to help, right? And so that makes sense. That heartbreak, it is poignant when it's coupled with a theme, like a strong narrative theme, right? It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then when you go and you just decide in one book to give us a character and give us some some depth, some some something to just. Mm,
1: finally got to know him. Beautiful.
0: You get to uh-huh. you get to experience him and everything you see, he is a beautiful little daisy that we must protect at all costs, okay? <laughs> and then you go and kill him. He's not jumping in front of anybody to save them. It Mm -hmm. happens in the midst of battle. We don't
1: even fucking see it, right? We get to hear some like lightheartedness, almost from not really, but it felt that way from Anna. I think she was telling Cordelia Mm -hmm. that he was gone, and she's like, "He's he's gone." Like, how is she calm enough? And I know Anna. That's kind of how she is, but it's her baby brother. Like, right? Well, and they spend a lot of
2: time together. It's not like. Yeah, Yeah,
0: It just felt and then it felt just like what and I felt like they grieved over jessamine more than they grieved over Christopher
1: and Mm -hmm. it just
0: felt so strange when the other half of this is grace because you spent three books making me sympathize with grace right making me Understand who, or I, I guess the last book. So, Chain of Iron, right? Was when we really started getting into Grace. Uh-huh. Uh, you made me sympathize with her. You made, you gave her this incredibly painful backstory that ripped, gripped at our hearts. This girl has been abused and fucking just terrorized with the idea of being Uh left alone and no one being there to love her and that's how tatiana manipulated her and then you're going to give her a fucking redemption arc where she claws her way back to do the right fucking thing when everything she's ever been taught is to do the wrong thing and then Mm -hmm. you give her a glimpse of possible happiness finally meeting someone who doesn't love her or who doesn't see her for her looks and what she can give them but for her mind and her ideas and her company and you give her a taste of what could be and then you take him away and you leave her
1: alone as a spinster what the fuck (laughs) I mean, the only thing I can think on that is that it gives her more of a chance to save the day when she figures out the fire message. But it, it's not enough. But like, it's, it's over enough.
0: now. Like, there's not going to be any more mm-hmm. of these books. These characters are done, and I'm just like, I. So she went through all of this yep. whole redemption to just be proved to Tatiana, just to be proven right. Like, and I understand now she has friends, but she's fucking alone. Yeah. You Uh know, like, it just, especially because Grace was on the last cover, I expected it to be her book. I expected her to, to have something. And she was left with nothing. I was like, what the fuck? But Christopher being like, almost like spoon
2: fed to us Mm
0: -hmm. i
2: know that was like that made it 10 times worse it felt like a trail then oh. Mm
0: -hmm. oh and this is a spoiler for heavenly fire a mention that we had talked about earlier the way that jordan's character death is handled in heavenly fire we go through an entire book of character assassination To get us to a point where we can not throw ourselves off the Brooklyn Bridge when a character is killed off, right? Mm -hmm. It Uh very much felt like Cassandra Clare purposely, and we'll get into this when we get into Heavenly Fire, but it felt like she purposely was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to kill this motherfucker in like a book and a half. I better make him unlikable Mm -hmm. because he was too likable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and not to mention the other two main characters that died, Jessamyn yep, and mm-hmm. Livy, get to come back as ghosts. Right. Yep. Their characters are not and actually Jesse dead. And Jesse gets
0: to live mm-hmm. a half-life, right? Like, that's the... Yeah. Like, everyone else gets a a quirky workaround. Jem became a silent brother, right? But he still got mm-hmm. to, like, live 100 years, 180 years with Tessa. Like, it's... <laughs> What? <laughs> uh
2: huh. And then he still yeah. g- then he gets to not be a silent exactly. anymore. Exactly.
0: Like, right.
2: Like, I just it makes me. I just want to be like, do you not like Christopher? Uh huh. Like, do you not like Kit? Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. It. It. I mean, we'll obviously get there when when we get. I don't even remember what book it happened in, but Livy's death obviously yeah. broke me. Like, I had to put it down yeah. for a bit. Obviously. Uh huh. And then I started the next book, and we just continued with the sadness. I fully expected to pick up the next book and be a week later or something. Like, we couldn't have even even a quarter Mm -hmm. of that. But there's no funeral. Yeah. I will say even
0: Livy's death made more sense to me. It made sense Mm -hmm. in the fact that, while I don't necessarily agree – Out of the twins, Livy was the expendable character, right? Because Ty couldn't have been expendable Mm -hmm. because there's that whole dynamic with Kit that he couldn't, that we couldn't give Mm -hmm. up, right? We had to take that, move that forward.
2: Well, and he's so, like, he, not in a bad way, obviously, but his character also is like a representative, like, what am I, fuck. Mm -hmm. (sighs) What am I trying to say? Words for me. Like, he's a neurodivergent <coughs> right. character. So, he's, like, representative for people that can fill that yeah. spot. So, he's obviously, like, he's Well, more. and, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: we've obviously spent more time with Ty. We know more about him, his quirks and all that. Like, narratively, we've spent more time with him. Obviously, he's the more important character, right? Like, in the terms of this, the mm-hmm. narrative. Um, and because they're twins and because Ty was so reliant on Livy, as a plot device, killing Libby forces tied to like face obstacles and stuff. Right. right. So it, it moves the story forward. So it makes sense. Christopher's death meant nothing unless I'm forgetting something because I might be because I am blinded by rage.
1: Um. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I mean, it's been probably at least six months right. since I finished it, but
2: <clears throat> I mean, the main thing, like, I didn't like, like I said, we're okay. I'm really bad at talking. We got to know Christopher mm-hmm. more in this book, and I liked him before. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's quirky and Henry and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I start reading this book, and I'm like, oh my god, his he's like angel baby uh-huh. character, right? He's so awesome. And it's like they're giving you more and more so you can like, like when they're in the Devil's Tavern and they're meeting with, um, they invite Alistair over and they're having this meeting about what to do, like what their group is going to do about um, Belial and Cortana Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And he has like this gavel that he just like starts like doing, like bringing a gavel. I'm like, that's so freaking cute. (laughs) So
1: funny. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I was just gonna say, yeah, you kill like tertiary characters, right? That's what we're what we we you we used to with these books, right? You kill the the not the inner circle, you know the the second ring mm-hmm. is not infallible, the but squad. but it's
2: you know it, it's touch it mm-hmm. for the most part you're pretty safe. I mean, he's not Matthew or like I think Matthew yeah. Cordelia mm-hmm. Lucy. James and Grace are the main, main characters. So, like, I get it. Like, if you're going to have to pick one, whatever, like, sure, blah, blah, blah. The thing that made me mad is no nothing afterwards. Yeah. Yes. No memorial, no funeral, no point of view with Anna and Mm -hmm. her character. No nothing. And I know... I know these are not T, the Infernal Device character books. Okay. I know that. We've been told it's not. But you're going to kill off number one, Barbara, Uh who is, my brain is not working. Gideon and Sophie's. Barbara is Gideon and Sophie's daughter. Nothing from them. Nope. Really. Nothing at all. And then you kill off Gabriel and Cecily, Cecily. Yeah. and Gabriel's kid. Nothing. But we yep. do see Gabriel going mm-hmm. places with Charlotte. Exactly. Like he can be in that part of the book. Yeah. But you don't get to see him like grieving for his kid. Like there's no Amos Diggory moment. Yeah. My boy.
1: For yeah, here. I have no fucking idea what that means. My
2: boy. <laughs> every time I watch that, I still cry every fucking time. I've seen it literally every, whatever. My son,
1: my boy. Who was it that died at the picnic in, like, one of the first ones? Barbara. Yeah, we got to see even a little more about her. We didn't even know her.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, what, Sophie was at her bedside, right? Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were emotional about it, at least. And we Uh got to see some emotion Mm -hmm. afterwards.
2: Well, and then it's, like, at the end scene, like, the epilogue, it's kind of, like, more about what they're going to do and, like, how what's happened has affected them instead of being, like, a memorial for Christopher. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then... That's right. At the very <clears throat> end, and they, like, put stuff in his casket yeah, or something, yeah. right? Is but what they the did? But the stuff about yeah. them, not about That's him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, like, I Kit came mm-hmm. back. Obviously, to like, so because Grace worked out that thing with the fire messages that yeah. it was like mm-hmm. the Stella for like a second. And then Sorry. he left again.
0: Yeah, I don't. Um, it was awful.
2: I mean, not that I want him to be a ghost because I don't think Kit would want to be a ghost. Wait. I don't
0: think I read the epilogue. <laughs> I okay. think I was so, cause I, I I want I want to just make sure I make it clear. I stopped reading for like almost a week after Christopher died. Like, oh, I was okay. Livid, like <laughs> I was like I almost didn't. Did finish. that
1: happen in the epilogue? No, it was in the no. middle of the book. Or okay, two thirds. No, the way no, no. I road, meant um, him coming back. No, but that, that was, was helping in the with book. the fire message. Yeah,
2: that was in oh, the book. yeah.
0: That's what I, okay, that's, I just didn't remember.
1: The funeral, okay,
2: yeah. the funeral yeah. quote scene was at that. Okay, the yes, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did Yeah, no, it's, it's in the book. I remember because I was listening to the book and I was at Fred Meyer and I was going to pick up my groceries and then Christopher comes back so the person comes up to my window and I'm fucking crying <gasps> and they're asking me if I have any coupons.
1: That's... Do you have any paper coupons today? Yes. <laughs> like, no. <clears throat> No. <laughs> oh okay. Oh my god, that's funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: Anyway,
0: yeah, so um I feel like we've beat that horse. Um oh, although I would say that if I were to fan fiction style rewrite this, um I would okay. kill Matthew um instead even though i love matthew i would kill matthew instead of christopher because love i feel like matthew. matthew would have a more more of an impact on the story um mhm for sure but i mean also you could not kill him and just kill charles who was supposed to die anyways and i was so fucking livid didn't
2: die in chain mm-hmm. of iron okay here's the thing though like, do you, enough characters died in Chain of Iron? Do people really need to die in Chain of Thorns also? You know what Fair I mean? Enough. It's like, it's not like, oh. Because to me, I would normally think there's no deaths in the first one, shit is sketch in the second, and then people die in the third book normally. You killed enough people in Chain of Iron. You don't need to kill anybody in Chain of Thorns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we killed a man. Sorry. Every time I <laughs> laugh. I'm sorry. Uh. You've already killed enough people.
0: Um, there was something else I was going to say and I just cannot fucking remember. Or even
2: make it so Jesse doesn't come back. Like that's enough of a death right anyway. Yeah, it's the loopholes for me that are
0: are hard
2: to, like. Okay, so I think everybody can agree mm-hmm. that that's one of the icks, Oh, right? for sure, for sure, for sure. That's everybody's ick. Amanda walked away, but I'm just going to assume the yes. clothes on that. Yes. yes. I'm trying to think.
0: Okay. There was something else that I was, I was there was another point I was going to fucking make, and I just cannot remember and it's going to drive me crazy. It was about death, about Christopher. It was about death and like the deaths in this book, but I can't remember.
2: Too bad they didn't know what's dead may never die. Right. That's true. Um
0: my other ick which is Robin's ick in every single one of these books um is the the Ari and Anna not talking about their feelings um, makes me insane because... Yes. Because they had an open communication relationship before. You know, they were more, like... And then you're going to go back and then you're just not going to... You're just going to be... I just, it pissed me off. I felt like they were too old, had already been around this bend, and shouldn't have been having these mm-hmm. stupid problems. Like, it was silly, and it it pissed me off. Well, so, it was
1: very obvious that they were going to reestablish a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they just have a conversation?
0: Right. Well, and also, Anna. Agreed. Wh- why, are we pu- why are we punishing Ari for... Living in the world that you live in. You're being ridiculous. And I I also don't think Anna would behave like this. I think it's unreasonable. That is a modern attitude being placed on this character. I do not think Anna of Edwardian times is going to be that much of a fucking bitch about her girlfriend making a decision and then changing her mind. She already changed her mind. Like, you're holding it against her, and she's already changed her mind. Get over it. Right? You live in a society where it's literally her only fucking choice, except for bucking everything we've ever known.
2: Right? Like, calm Mm -hmm. the fuck down. (laughs) Not to mention it's illegal, right? It took took her a minute to, like, come to terms. It took her, yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
1: I feel like all of that tension and miscommunication with them was just to get to that moment in the closet <laughs> or the pantry or whatever Which that was, was awful. Was it?
0: What? You mean like at the part in the parlor at the, at the
1: club? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then she was just like, gotta go by. No,
1: I don't that's, do that. That's that- true. Well, well, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was hot of her. <laughs> bye. i did appreciate
0: that it i mean i'm pretty sure it was our first female female like actual intimate scene in these books
1: yeah okay
2: yeah well but we never we never see pov to the
0: shadow market from helene and or helen and aline
2: it just they go to the shadow market a little bit yeah but they're not it's they're like domestic but not like, yeah, uh huh. No, I meant um, Ariadne and Anna are in Ghost of the Shadow oh, Market when they yeah, like, yeah, hook up yeah. the first time.
0: I guess this character—it's not is, as detailed, no. obviously. It's not.
2: Okay. It's not yeah. the
0: same. They're like established at this point, but uh huh. I really right. liked their relationship, okay, so and look. I love Anna, so it, it just pissed me off that they were being
2: childish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could. And I'm biased because Matthew Fairchild. Mm-hmm. Let me just. I could understand his. I don't want to tell anybody. This is my secret. I'm so mm-hmm. shamed. This was terrible. It's haunting me. I have this deep, big, dark secret. And it is why I am the yes. way I am. Okay? That's fine. The every character doesn't need to have the same story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cordelia doesn't need to have a secret that she's keeping from everybody about being Lilith's Paladin. And then Thomas is keeping a secret about Alistair. And then Lucy's keeping a secret about Jesse and, like, everybody. So many secrets. And they all just love their friends enough to literally die yeah. for them, yeah, but not tell the truth. Literally, but not to tell them yeah. something like. And I get, I I could see Matthews is the only one where I'm just, and it happened to him when he was such a baby, and he's been holding mm-hmm. on to it for mm-hmm. so long, where it's like your brain's not firing on those cylinders to make those and decisions. To be yeah, fair, and I'll let like, you pass with to that one. To be one. fair,
0: Matthews is the only one where it is an actual secret. It is something. Uh-huh. Right, Cordelia's. This is something she's been. She just made a fucking mistake. Tell the fucking truth. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. What happened? Help me. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> yep. Matthew uh-huh. was with well, you. And then also. Yes. Well, and Matthew, like, they all should know better that they should just be able to talk to each other. This is silly.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, and then, like, I get, like, to me, they're like, oh, I'm so, I don't want anybody to pity me. I'm proud. I'm whatever. I get it's a different time. Okay. Understand that. Whatever. (sighs) I was going to slam my hand down on the desk and I had to stop myself. Okay. You need your pillow. James Herondale is too well read Too, Will Herondale to actually think that he cannot rely on his friends. Yes. And his parabratae. And his sister. Mm -hmm.
0: Or maybe the stories from Ghosts of the Shadow Market where we get, or no, Tales of the Shadow Hunter Academy. Whatever one where we get the flashback Mm -hmm. of James and Matthew at Shadow Hunter Academy when they were young. Yeah. Uh He blew up a fucking build. He blew up the school for you. You guys are like. Uh tight as shit like how
2: are we not <sighs> yeah and like <coughs> i don't understand like... <coughs> the gracelet whatever Ugh. okay the gracelet. that should have been <sighs> mm-hmm. squashed three chapters mm-hmm. at most agreed three chapters and then we could have spent the rest of the time getting to know Cordelia and James Mm -hmm. actually together because it was also I'm not in GL as I say Mm -hmm. on the internet I was trying to re-listen to Chain of Thorns but I forgot about it until like the last minute so I was listening on double speed and I got thus far into the book so I'm remembering a lot more about the first half so that's Mm. kind of what I'm focusing on Uh and that's why but James's reasoning is that he needs to tell Cordelia first before he tells anybody else in his brain. And since Matthew and Cordelia go to Paris, and he's sitting there in the dark when they come in. Creepy. Making out. And so he's trying to say, he's like, oh, it would just be so convenient if I was basically like, oh, yeah, and the bracelet." And then, like, everybody would pity me, and I don't want that. But how is telling them, no, I never actually really loved Grace. I only loved Cordelia any fucking better, and then offering no explanation. Right. Yes. How does that not make you look like more of a fuckhead?
1: A fucking jealous loser. Yeah. Yeah. I don't – your
0: parents – And I also – Sorry. Your parents are Will and Tessa. You know how to be more romantic. Like, I just, I have Absolutely. nothing. You gave her literally the world. Like, fuck you. You mm-hmm. know how to be romantic. This is ridiculous. Again, character not but acting in the- like the character.
2: Mm-hmm. The thing that got me with Cordelia also is I understand how she felt thinking that james didn't like yeah because he's not shown her otherwise i hundred i get that totally get that while she's in paris she thinks in her head she's getting these cues from matthew mm-hmm. that he wants to kiss her or wanted to flirt with her or whatever and she is actively telling herself to stop thinking about james while she's with Matthew and to stop thinking about James like that, blah, blah, blah. And so when James and then, lest we forget, Cordelia is the one that asked Matthew yep. to kiss her. Okay. She's just trying to mm-hmm. get going over out James. Mm. And so when James says he loves her and she's like, oh, I just don't know how I feel. Yes, you do. You were just thinking about James when you were with Matthew. You know, yep. you picked him. You know, you like him more. Yeah. Like, why can't you at well, least? And then have the conversation. I, I guess maybe because she's hurt. I just was like, don't say that you don't know who you like more because you fucking right. do. Be honest mm-hmm. and say, I can't
0: trust you because that's the problem. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. But, I, and, you know, I mean, the James Cordelia stuff, like, yes, I could have done without Gracelet being too long. The whole Matthew love triangle. It was a lot. And it was it it was messy. Like it could have been <coughs> done, I don't know, just a little bit better. Like it just it felt messy. Mm-hmm. It felt like Matthew decided, like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about my best friend anymore. Like, it was wild. It, it's not like Cordelia is James's like arranged marriage uh, betrothal it's his wife they're fucking like Uh full married like what are we doing bro that's your best friend's wife that you just took to fucking paris and you're fucking macking on what are we doing
2: so matthew says to him again just fucking listen to this this is why i'm so they're outside so they in the morning After Paris, Magnus portals them back to the Institute so they can hear about, like, the shit that went down with Inquisitor Mm Bizjock in the woods with Belio leaving his mark on his arm and stuff, and they they have woke or whatever. And Cordelia leaves, and James is going to stay at the Institute because his dad's like, hey, kids, don't be fucking Mm wilding out in the streets. Shit's dangerous. (laughs) And Cordelia's going to go back to her mom's yeah to stay with her until the baby comes or whatever. And so James goes out to kind of try to talk to her and offers her, like the institute carriage can take mm-hmm. you home, whatever, blah blah blah. And then somehow like Matthew also followed her out and he's like, Well you could also take our carriage if yeah. you wanted to. And she's like, fuck all y'all. Alistair's coming to pick me yeah. up. Blah blah blah. And Cordelia leaves and it leaves Matthew And James there alone. And I feel like it's at that point. But Matthew says to James, basically, I knew that once you spent time with her, you would fall in love with her because she's so awesome. So it's almost like this was my chance. Like, she came to me crying. She was upset. Like, I knew you were going to spend all this time with her. And so, fuck it like I knew that you would fall in love with her once she moved in with you and you got to spend all the time with her and see how awesome she was.
1: Yeah. I Yeah, it it was why strange. couldn't I guess because he's drunk all the time, but Matthew couldn't tell <laughs> James Sorry. that he was having those feelings for her?
2: Uh-huh. Well, and it was he was, just, he was based so he to says us. to him like, "Oh, like I have some scruples, like when you love your, when you're in love with your best friend's wife, you know, you run away to Paris and drink. And he's like, yeah, except you weren't, like, you weren't alone. Like, you didn't, you didn't just go yeah. to Paris, is basically what James said like he asked
1: her to come with him, did he? Wait, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <sighs> yeah,
2: mind. it felt very, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, and honestly, like she could have ran to anna's also that also would have been like Mm -hmm. when she left or whatever better
1: choice yeah Yeah.
2: and i'm not saying i may or might not go for what is it fair stairs is that what Uh it is i don't know the ship name okay okay Uh because i don't didn't really like james that much Mainly okay. because he was gray slitted. Like, yes. I, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's why his character is that way. And it's, and I think it's supposed to be like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So he is more likable when he's not gray yes. Yeah, But then it's the same thing where it's like, that's not what Cordelia wants. So I'm kind of just not like, like, I, like if she would have been into it, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know. The whole, especially when like, Matthew thought that I don't know yeah I don't know he should, He just should have talked to his his buddy it was strange it was strange yep. and weird mm-hmm. um, Thomas and Alistair um, I was livid at Alistair for so much of the book just like mm-hmm. it felt like the stakes were higher in chain of thorns or i'm sorry chain of iron um it felt like the stakes were higher and in this book it felt like we were trying to make stakes that weren't that high feel higher it it just it felt okay. like the drama was all self-created like there wasn't like there was a whole like murderer honey, the drama right the, Like the, there was a whole like murder mystery happening and all of the all of every character's drama was interpersonal bullshit like
2: uh-huh. it could mm-hmm.
0: have been so much deeper and more meaningful if Matthew's struggle was really focused on his addiction and how that affects the people around him versus him being in the middle of a silly little love triangle that doesn't even make any sense.
2: Mm-hmm. It was almost just like, okay, I am contractually obligated to make a love triangle with Where pair bro tie.
1: Exactly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep. dales They got to have one. Yeah crazy i
2: don't know i just to me personally because again i was really listening to it and i do really love these books for a couple reasons i like the mm-hmm. characters love and them. the dialogue is written so well and that like the person like matthew sounds like matthew and kit sounds like mm-hmm. kit and they have like the dialogue between characters is like Awesome. And they're very full flesh characters and like all the details and the clothes and, you know, you know, the books Matthew likes and the dog and the, the poems and the bohemian thing and Anna and you get to see like Anna at Anna's apartment when nobody else is there and it's yeah. just Anna
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you get Ariadne and her stuff and all of these things. So it just sucks that like the big like it ruined yeah. it. Like, the like, not that, not that it, like, it didn't ruin the other two books for me. I know you mm-hmm. said that for you. It mm-hmm. didn't for me. But it just, like, it stinks that I would have almost just liked to have read a story about their lives and it didn't need to have any yeah.
1: drama yeah. in it. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the reasons <sighs> I think... Mm-hmm my one of my favorite books is the shadow hunter academy because we got a glimpse into some of them of these characters you know with the blowing up the building and stuff that was one of the reasons it was such a good story to me mm-hmm. and yeah i agree i really i completely agree with you robin the first two i still love
2: mm-hmm. i love
1: the characters i like that we got so much into each character but... well and also it's like
2: lilith mm-hmm. again Is the whatever. And then it's Edom again. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just reusing the same thing over and over again. Like, I understand, like, the Belial thing. There's a reason, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get him being, like, overarching. And even, like, Lilith, like, the Lilith Belial thing works well Mm -hmm. here. Like, because, like, he took her realm over or whatever. Like, I love that whole story or whatever, but we literally just had Lilith in the mortal instruments and stuff. And like Mm -hmm. that was written first. So agreeably, this is a better story for her. Yeah. I just wonder. Well,
0: I think, I
2: think, I don't know
0: that stuff is because in the wicked powers, all of that is going to come to a head and everything we'll see how the bigger players were making moves further on back. Right. Oh,
1: is that the next yeah. set? okay. Because I think... I,
0: I, okay, Googling again, it. spoilers. I, I think the Prince of Hells thing is going to come to a head in the Wicked Powers. And all of that okay. is going to come forth. Because, like, this has been... I mean, Lilith has been involved since the beginning with Sebastian. So mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. that that's, like, the through line throughout the whole... Like, the the quote unquote reason for the series so the touch point that hits on each it's like a through line so the reason we're telling Uh these specific shadow hunter stories Um, but oh i remembered what i was gonna say about christopher except i just forgot it again
1: fuck i hate when that happens okay listen i just have to say because i had to google the wicked powers I'm so excited that we'll get more of Drew. Yes. Yeah, I love her. I have to know what happened with her and what's his face. Ash. Okay.
2: (gasps) While you, I know this is not what this is about, Mm -hmm. but I'm afraid I'm going to forget when we get there because it's literally years ago. Yes. So in the last episode, I stopped talking when I was talking about the Mm Clary-Sebastian thing, okay? Okay. Because I was like, this is fucking spoilers. So I'm going to tell you what I was going to tell you, because I can, because we're unscripted. and I'm afraid I'm going to forget in, like, five fucking years when we we'll mm-hmm. record it. I think it would have been cool if in The Infernal Devices, when Ash goes over to the parallel universe, where Sebastian's in charge, mm-hmm. and basically... Mean dark Artifices? The point... Okay. Guessing,
0: okay. I was like, I don't remember Ash doing a cameo in the... Infernal devices.
2: I'm so... I my brain is that. so far forward <laughs> that I'm not thinking about it. Thank you. The Dark Artifices. F- <laughs> the Fishes. The fishes. Yes. <laughs> fishes. TDA. Fuck <laughs> you. They're in fairy. They go through the painting thing or what the fuck ever and mm-hmm. Ash is in with Annabelle and it's basically a complete parallel of our world until... What point was it? The... Do you remember? I think it was
0: what we just went over in the last in the Lost Souls, wasn't it? Oh no, no, he no no no. It at the end of Heavenly Fire or yeah, the like the Dark Army or whatever succeeds, and then that's where it diverges. Uh-huh.
2: And Clary okay. ends up dying in that yeah. universe, basically. And so I think it would be cool if instead they made it the same universe all the way up until Sebastian, Jonathan, and Clary are born. And then Jocelyn dies and V-Tang raises Clary and Sebastian together together. Yeah. And then they're, like, the rulers of that world over there. And it's, like, you get to see Clary and them, like, as power players. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. And I get why it's not. Because uh, Janice, the yeah. fuck name is that? Mm-hmm. And he's talking to himself like the fucking rock in the third yeah, person. Yeah, I don't like, weirdest. No. I not anyway. I get word. it. I get why it's not that or whatever. But I think that would have been badass to be able to see Clary, evil or- Clary with sebastian that way even do
0: something where like the au or you know whatever is like sebastian saves clary somehow from something and gains her like what even if they grew up together like something happens where he protects her from v tang and like basically gains her trust so she goes dark and then they take over because Viting has to be gone
2: because they have
0: they have to be ruling right yeah right, because right. they yeah. have to
2: rule yeah mm-hmm.
0: something yes
2: mm-hmm. he died
1: from sepsis, yeah.
0: dysentery right. on the Oregon yes. Trail
2: I
1: was going to say yeah some Oregon Trail shit yeah dysentery yeah.
0: okay I remembered what I was going to say earlier about Christopher say it okay, hurry so the the whole fact that our line of lightwoods come uh-huh. from a baby who doesn't have a personality in these books pisses me off okay like
1: yeah why would yeah. It, why mm-hmm. wouldn't uh-huh. it be
0: someone we knew why wouldn't you have that opportunity to show us those characteristics that, throughout like you showed us with Gabriel and Gideon mm-hmm
1: hmm I don't want to get off track, so I'm gonna oh. write it down. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Okay.
0: You guys haven't ranked the lightwood purse. I, I, you guys haven't starred and ranked the book yet. <sighs> or given your other stuff. I think
1: as, as a book on its own, I would probably say a four. I did like it definitely more than it sounds like you did. And when we go back
0: and we read it chapter, by chapter, I'm sure my opinions are going to change. This is also, like, I've read mm-hmm. this, like, six months ago. I don't remember
1: everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Just the strong feelings remain.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Robin? I think I'd say four, also. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, like, I liked it more than, what's that one book
1: we read? Red Scrolls of Magic? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. I think I even liked it more than what we're on right now.
2: I liked it more than City of Fallen Angels. Mm. Yeah, that one was kind of boring. I'm scoffing.
0: I'm just glad we don't have to huh. deal with
1: Camille anymore.
0: Oh, that bitch was annoying.
1: Oh, yeah, she, she was died. Just, mm. That's right. She's just
0: kind of like one-dimensional and a little boring. She could have been so much yeah. cooler. She had the potential to be so much cooler.
1: She's a badass, but yeah. Uh, and Okay, I will say...
2: I don't know why I'm going everywhere. I think that my opinion might be different if I physically read Mm -hmm. the book because I really, really, really love the performance from the narrator that does the book. Right. Like she – and maybe that's why the characters feel more real than me. Mm -hmm. They each have a different voice. She has a fucking Welsh accent for Will. Love it.
0: There is nothing better than Will with the Welsh accent it hits mm. just different chills <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry Did I-
2: <laughs> let me grab my bodice it just got ripped off of me don't make me laugh but, well, and that's okay <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of this book is when they're trying to find Lucy and you get to see Will with Mm -hmm. James Mm -hmm. kind of one-on-one and then he sees Jesse and he just like throws him up against the wall with a freaking dagger at his face. (laughs) Getting to
0: see Will as like daddy? amazing
2: dad literally amazing. <laughs> as father yes wow <laughs> oh yes father okay here's my other thing
1: okay wait no amanda you go you wrote yes. something down I've been okay i, I do lot. have two things but the main question i have is the fuck is that sword's name cortana thank you i kept wanting to call it cordelia and that is clearly incorrect um it must go down through Cordelia and Allister's younger brother that's born, right? Because it stays within Carstairs.
2: Yes, that's what I would. Yeah, it has to.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank that you would be listening. what I would think. Which also,
2: um,
0: why? Yeah, James and Cordelia had children. It's weird. Why? Uh huh. I mean. Other than she, yeah, maybe she wanted to leave it with the car stairs. I don't know. Well, Well, and that's not her choice. The person, yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
2: fair enough. He just wants, yeah, car stairs.
1: The sword likes surnames. (sighs)
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
2: The wand chooses the wizard. (laughs) Nerd.
1: Nerd. Hey, what was the other thing? That was only one. Oh, um, the other thing is the whole Jesse thing, obviously. Just Lucy keeping the secret and uh, the secret of her powers and just all of that whole story. Just more secrets upon secrets <gasps> well, for no it's like, reason.
0: Why? Why is everyone keeping their powers a secret? What are we doing here? Why?
1: But... Like, we have Jessamine. It's not like no one knows that, that Herondales can see ghosts. It's like,
0: uh-huh.
1: well, it's weird. And,
0: and I understand the initial, like, I understand the, oh, I don't want to tell everybody and let everybody know. Yes. Of course. There's the stigma. But these are like your family. Right? Like, most of yeah, them are friend related to you, Lucy.
2: <laughs> like. <laughs> well, and it's like, you got that. From your mother. Yeah. hmm Like, you think you'd be able to tell her. Right. Well, like, she can... And the
0: whole mm. idea... And, and maybe so. You know, maybe we try to tell ourselves, you know, that if we don't want something to happen, we just, like, believe that it didn't happen. So maybe Tessa and Will are just, like, they just hoped that her powers didn't pass on to them and, like confirmation by it. like you know no one said anything so they're like i guess they don't you know whatever but you right. would think that tessa and will would be more attentive with their children to be like yes well
2: checking in they knew about james right. because jim has been training him right. for so long to try to make it so he like basically he's doing occupancy yeah. with him like trying to get him to like tap out belial so they knew james had powers Mm -hmm. and remember the whole goat eyes thing his eyes Mm -hmm. are different okay so but you're not gonna check on your daughter
0: right or or you're just gonna take her word for like no i'm a perfect pretty princess like what no come on
1: that's like when i was like almost 14 and my dad asked me randomly in the truck of it you know in his truck with my brother sitting in between us he was skiing um, if I had started my period, like <gasps> mm, in general, nice. Why would I? What? Why? I just lied my ass off. I had been on my period for like four years by then, bro. You haven't noticed by now. You're never no. gonna know. I'm 37. I still never knew <laughs> that I've
2: had my period.
1: <laughs> Noise. Thank you. Oh,
0: what is with the toxic dad shit,
2: man? <laughs> So, again, I know that this is not supposed to be, like, the Infernal Device characters aren't supposed to shine. I know that. You know Mm -hmm. this, ma'am. I also have an inkling Mm -hmm. that I don't think there'd be very many people who would say, God, I'd love to read the Shadowhunter Chronicles. I should start with the last (laughs) hour's. And have this be the first set of books that they're going to read. Mm -hmm. I could see somebody starting with the Infernal Devices. I could see someone starting with the Moral Instruments. I don't really see anybody starting with TDA either. Mm -mm. So it's like, can we write these a little bit more for people that are 15 books Mm -hmm. in? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we want to see a little bit more of Sophie and... Yes. Gideon and Gabriel and Stop treating them just like the parents. Yeah, we wanna what's, Yeah,
0: what's the point and of like being in there if we don't get the cameos? And I think I I think I said something in our um in our chain of iron discussion episode. I felt like that book was so much fan service that it made me nervous for the next book. And I was right to be nervous. Okay. I was like, You gave me too much of what I wanted and chain of iron right. that I knew it was going to get taken away from me.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I think there's a lot. Well. And I'm excited yeah. to break it down to see the once we do that. Because we always change our oh, opinions. Oh, 100%. When
0: like, we do like that. Like
1: I said, I don't remember
0: half of, probably 75% of that book right now. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it will come back to me when I, like, get a refresher. But right. it's been
1: so long that all that stands out is the things that I hated. Yeah. And I remember there being. I remember telling Robin, like, I'm so over this bracelet. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. Why are we still talking about this bracelet? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. This is what I'm trying to say. We know Sophie well. And the type Aww. of person she is. We know Tessa. We know Will. We know all of these characters because we were either first-person point of view or whatever. So it's frustrating to me that the kids' main character cast of this book, they have to play their plot Mm. line like there's no parents. Yeah. Right. Like it's that, like you've said before, like, oh, it's YA. Of course the parents are not there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get it with um, Charlotte and Henry. Because Henry's always been mm-hmm. their Henry. And Charlotte is the consul. She's right. busy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, they make it a point to bring up a couple times that, like, people don't, like, trust Tessa. Mm-hmm. And, like, other institutes won't meet with her because of her heritage right. or whatever. They're not into Still. meeting with her. And so it's like, I don't know, why give us little snippets like that? And we just don't, like, Magnus is the only adult really around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apart from our couple, like, we see Will most Mm -hmm. of any of the other adults. I just, why do we need to, like, I get those nuances that you usually do in a YA book, but can we not do that and just write younger characters? Right. That don't have to have the tropes as much because yeah. you're 15 right. books in.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're still going to be parents. So they are still going to have to keep some things from them because they're going to want to hide them from danger and all of that stuff. But or they even would still be like, able to go to them about a lot of this shit.
2: Like, I could see, like, Alistair coming out or Anna or, like, mm-hmm. that could be, you know, I get that. I, that's scary or whatever. But, like, Sorry. The ghost powers thing. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Tell your mom, talk to your dad about it. I, I don't know. It
0: it seems so silly that we wouldn't be talking to Tessa who is like super powerful warlock shadow hunter lady. Like what are we doing? What and yep. if if Lucy cuz I also felt like Lucy as a character struggled with like not being noticed, not being, you know, her mom is like this she was definitely the little sister. Right. And her mom is like this beautiful, ageless like super powerful right. like smoke show, right? I'm sure it feels right. awkward to look the same age as your mom basically, right? Um mm-hmm. so I'm sure that at least my impression was that there was a little bit of Lucy, like, that distance between Lucy and her mother because of that. Because she felt like it was hard to measure up to her mom. A little bit of a Jocelyn situation.
1: Yeah. However,
0: okay. I felt like that would have been something that Lucy would have wanted to go talk to her mother about because it would have brought them
2: closer together.
0: I
1: don't know. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm kind of, I like YA. Don't get me wrong. But maybe I'm just burnt out on the, like, for instance, the, I said Throne of Glass, but I meant that Mm -hmm. whole series as a whole when I said five stars. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And it doesn't really, so there's Assassin's Blade, And then Throne of Glass and then I can't think of the fucking name now, but it's like four Mm -hmm. books in to where it really is like, okay, this isn't young adult. This is more like there's some spice or whatever. But up until those books, it could have been a YA and it didn't feel anything like, okay, yeah. which I guess parents weren't involved. So I suppose that's a thing. But it's, like, it didn't feel (coughs) YA-tropy and it was still able to feel like a YA book.
0: Like, I would have, I don't know. I just feel like maybe if everybody was in on what happened to Cordelia and was all trying to solve their secondary mystery alongside the other mystery happening without telling anyone because they didn't want Cordelia to get, you know, in trouble with the clave, which totally makes sense why you wouldn't tell anyone something like that. You tell your group of, you know, friends that all meet at your secret location, right? Like, that's your core group. That's who you tell. Mm -hmm. Like, that would have made more sense. Well, and the thing
2: for me, listen, I will get off my podium (laughs) at some point. Okay. Again, first half of the book, they're in the carriage on the way. James is having these like nightmares or like Belial's invading his dreams or whatever. And he's sharing a room with Will. And so Will's noticing that he's like really sleepless nights or whatever. And there comes a point where he falls asleep in the carriage while the carriage is going and he like screams out Cordelia's mm-hmm. name and like Belial or whatever. Okay. And Magnus is like, Bro, what's happening? And so basically they kind of have a come to Jesus meeting with him where he's like, no, you need to tell us what's going on. And so then he kind of starts to tell them and then he just like floods everything out and he feels better. And like he makes a point to be like, oh, I'm telling them like my secrets, but not anybody else's secrets because that's not my business Mm -hmm. to tell them. And Will's kind of like, I'm so hurt that you were going through this Mm -hmm. alone. And, like, I wish I could have been there to help you or whatever. Like, we're your parents. We love you sort of thing. Immediately after, the next day, basically, they find Jesse. figure out who Jesse is. Okay. They make a plan to take him back to the Institute, and they're going to call him Jeremy. Charlotte's Mm -hmm. in on it. Okay. All the aunts and uncles, they have a family meeting. Mm -hmm. Eugenia's there. Everybody's there except the people in Paris. Charlotte is willing to go fucking down for you Mm -hmm. for Jesse Blackthorn and what you did. But you can't all sit down and talk to them about the whole paladin exactly. thing. Exactly. About what you know about Belial. Yeah, you, you can't, like, all come together. That would have been so much more entertaining with all exactly. of them there. And it's like, yes. you set up, you set up the, like, okay, I had these secrets. I feel better with the secrets. And then they could have had the meeting at the Devil's Tavern. He's like, mm-hmm. look, man, I talked to my dad and we did all this stuff. And, like... Look how cool Relations... dad
1: is. We call him know. daddy.
2: Well, but
1: also, <laughs> like, okay,
2: it makes it, it
0: would even make sense, like, with the backstory that's already been set up of, like, it's been quiet. There hasn't really been demons around as the children have grown mm-hmm. up. So their parents enjoyed a bit of, of a luxury of not having to... You know, overprotect their children because there wasn't a lot of demon activity, and they were able to grow up and just be kids, and you know those things. So I understand the hesitancy even at first to maybe say that like they just didn't talk about the hard stuff because you know it was all light and happy. Whatever. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. But once he sees that it took three point five seconds to circle the wagons, and this family is a fucking rock solid iron wall like
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. you
0: should have it should have clued you in you should have been like oh fuck no they, we're, like we're fully ride or die like i didn't even realize like uh-huh. we're we're like that but okay right <laughs>
2: and not to mention okay okay i don't know why i'm talking like this but i'm just like i'm rewriting this book right now in my brain that's what's happening <laughs> The Inquisitor comes over to tell them, like, the parents, basically, about what happened with while he was at trying to meet with Uh the Iron Sisters and, like, Tatiana escaped and everything. And Charles Buford there is being a dick because that's his job. Because you name someone Charles Buford, that motherfucker is going to be a dick. This is what happens, Henry, when you name his middle name Buford. Yes. After your dad that was a douchebag. Come on, you should have known better. Anyway, Absolutely. Matthew, Cordelia, and James come in late. And they're like, basically, like, oh, nice of you to show up, sort of thing, whatever. They are underage, not members of the Clave. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be in that meeting <gasps> at all. Yep. And they tell them all the juicy details. The hot goss. The, the piping tea. The hot goss. It's ridiculous. They get it all. <gasps> Will and Will even like embellishes like after they leave, Will's talking to them. And then it's like even more. So it's like you, they're, they are giving you the insert word here of the responsibility Mm -hmm. and treating you like Mm -hmm. an adult like an equal and you're not giving them that respect back
1: yeah yeah i feel like that's pretty normal for kids but I agree. But well-behaved Edwardian Mm -hmm.
2: kids that are almost seventeen years old. Yeah. Also, we're talking. We're saying
0: they're kids. James and Cordelia are fully married the entire book. (laughs) Yeah, in their own house. Like like, Uh they are adults. (laughs) Like they are married adults. (laughs) You know, crazy. Back then, seventeen was a full ass adult. Like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh huh but yeah anyway yeah well and that was really wild yep. to like think about or they're 18 I think but um, that was really wild well, like here's okay the whole James like running the household was fucking wild and really hot mm-hmm. I was like I want a man to decorate a house for me and do it well <laughs> <laughs> Doing it well, being the operative. Part. Not me.
1: Yeah, right, I right. I want control. Sorry, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I like it.
2: Janet, over here. Something
1: wrong with me. Control. Oh. All right. Sorry, I've okay. been quiet. I just had this cough drop and Look stuff. At you. That. I hate
2: saying that. Being said, but that's what I'm going to say. Do it. Things Uh, I liked. Okay. mm
1: -hmm.
2: I squealed with delight when Thomas wrote that fire message that he thought was going to fucking go nowhere.
1: Yes. Love. So much. Love. The teeth brushing or something like that. Like. Like. Yeah.
0: He's like. He's talking about his toothbrush, but it like it cuts. It looks weird. Yeah.
1: Loved. Agreed. Forgot Um, about that.
2: Yes. I, again, I already said it, but, like, Will being mm-hmm. dad mode with okay. James. And there's even a part in it where, like, he starts retelling the tale of um, how he went after Tessa. Uh-huh. And she says when she was kidnapped by that miscreant Mort name. <laughs> and I died, la- raffled, if you will. Such a dad. Because I'm old at that. I- and then even, like, he's telling the story about the what happened to Inquisitor Bridgestock. And he's, like, a lab. Like, he's exaggerating. And Tess is, like, don't do that. Like, stick to the details sort of thing. Like, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the scene where James and Cordelia finally, like, come together. Mm-hmm. where they're, like, oh, we do like mm-hmm. each other.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I like... Yeah, I think I agree with all my, of those. My
0: yay, my yay was Brit. I was the only one. It was just James and Cordelia, because I really like their relationship. Once they figure out their bullshit, I think they're good characters mm-hmm. together.
2: Oh, my God. And then Alistair giving Thomas his scarf Fuck when you. he's cold.
0: They are the sweetest. And then,
2: and then, and then... Thomas wears it to the meeting with the Mary thieves and Cordelia's is like, Hey, I think that's Alistair's yeah. scarf. <laughs> like that's, that's like that
0: episode of friends where Ross is like, Oh, my sweater. And then everyone knows who Rachel's
2: baby daddy is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I guess that this book to me, I feel like, Okay. Maybe not with, like, Mark Blackthorn, but, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I got more of those moments. Like, oh, my God! Like, Mm -hmm. than I have in a really long time. This, like, Mm -hmm. series in particular. And, again, the freaking dialogue between these characters is just chess kiss. And it's well written out. And the fucking narrator's amazing. And the Mm -hmm. accents and all the things. And I was so into it. So, it just, like, I wish it was... I'd rather have just had a cozy yeah. book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, I, I again, I, I feel like I am only remembering all my angry stuff. So I'm sure when we go over it, I'm going to enjoy this book again. Because I know that there were parts Agreed. that I really mm-hmm. liked about it. Um, but I will rewrite it in my head canon. So.
2: Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and right now. We riled you up earlier, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I was was, was
0: hot. Oh, my gosh.
2: All
0: right. Does anyone else have anything else to add? Any
2: final thoughts?
0: I feel like we had a plan, and then we went off the rails, which
2: that's well i mean per, we decided that expected. we didn't have anything to talk about and i was like these topics will just get us going yeah. and then
1: mm-hmm. an hour, won't shut later. up
2: yeah mm-hmm. the machine's been mm-hmm. oiled
1: yeah <laughs>
0: oh. so what do we read next uh... heavenly fire right
1: um do we want to maybe um, dig into Bane Chronicles? When do you guys want to read that? I feel like it comes
0: after this book. I feel like we, we have to finish Heavenly okay. Fire. And then I think it's like one of the anthologies. And then.
1: You know what? I think I have it pulled up right here, actually, because I was looking at. That new one. Let me Go back.
2: I was, I'm Googling the chapter titles for City of Heavenly Fire, because, Oh, I don't remember. Prologue, Fall Like Rain. Ooh.
1: It Release. oh, it doesn't say where it is in the series. So it was released after Heavenly Fire, so we probably should wait. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking to make a... Because it's a quick little one and it's going to be Christmas time. Oh, yeah. I really wish we
2: would have waited for Red Scrolls of Magic. Because it totally ruined Malik for me. It it threw threw it off. It was not... Like... I don't know. Just the juxtaposition of them being the same way at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love Malik in... Yes. The dark artifices. Yes.
0: And Shadowhunter Academy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Well. Okay. Cool. Heavenly fires, right. then. The long one.
2: Who's okay, to guys. Say, yeah. Who's to may say or may not. What? take a break and just do chat episodes for yeah. the holidays we, we so. made
0: no decisions so
2: expect a surprise. chaos uh-huh. yeah but it's the like chaos the can begin here. next week with yeah the prologue and potentially chapter one depending on how yeah. long it is
0: i don't know yes be
2: prepared <laughs> or don't <laughs> if the prologue's anything like the epilogue of the last book
1: yeah dude for real I know I have the book. I just, it's not within re- arm's reach right now, so. I can't take the photo, so. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Down World or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. And bye. Bye.